Good evening. Tonight is a very different kind of podcast. Welcome again to Enjoying an Encounter with God. This week I'm taping from a warehouse in Texas. We're staying with good friends Billy and Rochelle when a cold front the likes of which Texas has not seen since the 1800s hit, leaving people without power and in some places without water as pipes have froze. The Goodness Outreach Depot has been donating tractor truckloads of necessary items to churches, housing people in need. They also let our entire family take over their boardroom. They brought up mattresses and we brought clothes and bedding. And this place has been our office, schoolroom, place to eat and sleep as we've layered up and enjoyed a balmy 58 and 60 degrees in the room. But as my granddaughter pointed out, we aren't homeless. And we remember that we have each other, running water, power, and many opportunities to teach what life used to be like and how we can grow in such situations and how we grow is up to us. This week, we want to discuss how the God of the impossible makes us like him. Lord, we invite you into this time right now thanking you that you use all things to make us like you. We want to be more like you, so we invite you to show us all the areas that need work, and we surrender. We declare today that we will not keep any areas of our heart from you. You tell us many times of how you uphold us, you carry us, you lift us up, you rescue us, you love us. Thank you for being such a God of love. Help us to remember that like any parent, who requires things of their children to grow, so too do you of us. You tell us to make every effort to add to our faith goodness, to goodness knowledge. You tell us to take thoughts captive, to love justice and mercy and pray continually, to be humble. We pray now that we would give you every area of our hearts so that more of you might be seen through us. Amen and amen. Our challenge question today is, is there any area of our heart that we won't allow God into? It's a question we might want to take a minute and ask ourselves honestly. C.S. Lewis in his book, Mere Christianity, says, Imagine yourself as a living house. God comes in to rebuild that house. At first, perhaps you can understand what he's doing. He's getting the drains right and stopping the leaks in the roof and so on. You knew that those jobs needed doing, and so you're not surprised, but presently he starts knocking the house about in a way that hurts abominably and does not seem to make any sense. What on earth is he up to? The explanation is that he's building quite a different house from the one you thought of. Throwing out a new wing here, putting on an extra floor there, running up towers, making courtyards. You thought you made a decent little cottage, but he's building a palace. He intends to come and live in it himself. Tonight, I'm lying on the floor on a mattress with one of my granddaughters beside me and the rest of the family on mattresses around me. I'm listening to a worship song about the goodness of God chasing me down. If I look with natural eyes, it's sometimes questionable. So many songs about laying our burdens down and God turning our mourning into ashes, taking our questions, God becoming our everything. There's a lot of pain in this world, hence all these songs that are meant to bring us hope, direction, and encouragement. 
as I've listened to and seen several close to me shed tears of just not understanding anything this week and feeling like the straw that broke the camel's back after the last year that we have had and thinking that it would all be ended by now, I'm reminded that we don't see things as God sees them or understands as God does. He himself gave us direction and encouragement over and over again in his word. 2 Corinthians 4, 17 and 18 says, For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes, not on what is seen, but what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. As we ask our God what it is that we can learn in our world circumstances, He's talked to us of rest, creating Sabbath as he instructed us to, and learning to give him that place in our homes. He's shown us more of the need to care for others and be aware of their pain, of being aware of mental health of ourselves and others, of the care of our elderly and how the homes that they've been in have often not been places of care or safety. He's taught us how necessary it is to get on our knees how we can't do any of this without him and how we need to become involved in making the laws of our land. He's taught us about the levels of depravity and evil that many didn't even know about before this and how there's so much happening that we are unaware of. John thirteen seven reminds us, you do not realize now what I'm doing, but later you will understand. Talking to apparently recently about learning and being comfortable in our own skin and how we grow, she mentioned additional obstacles that the enemy has introduced to children today that they never had to deal with. With the onset of so much talk of gender options, this wise parent recently told their small child who said they were so confused, you don't need to be confused. You can rest knowing that God is not the author of confusion. He made you just the way you are. God does not make mistakes. The things that are yours to consider are what he wants you to do with who you are and who he created you to be. But again, this is not to be a confusion. He will lead you to it. Don't be afraid. Just love him and know him and trust him. Philippians 1, 6 says, Being confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in us will carry it on to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. Again, C.S. Lewis reminds us, the more we let God take us over, the more truly ourselves we become. Because he made us, he invented us, he invented all the different people that you and I were intended to be. It's when I turn to Christ, when I give up myself to his personality, that I first begin to have a real personality of my own. We remember that, and so let's pray together. God, we exalt you. We thank you that surrender to you brings life and growth and power and invites more of your presence. God, we choose to hold on to faith and a good conscience. We pray for our brothers and sisters who are angry and disappointed or feeling hopeless and ourselves. We pray that they will not let go of our faith and trust so that we and they will not have shipwrecked faith. 
We give you areas of confusion about things that are happening, knowing that confusion is not of you. We remember that Christ saying his soul was overwhelmed to the point of death, yet not his will, but yours be done. Thank you, Lord, that my little eight-year-old granddaughter reminded all of us that after that, after Christ prayed that prayer, and after three dark days in the ground, God had been working. Help us to remember that you are always at work for our good and for the good of your people, knowing that good doesn't always look like we think or want it to. But just like Joseph in Genesis 15 20, he was able to declare, and so are we. You intended it to harm me, but God meant it for good. God, we thank you that you always intend for our growth and our good. Things that are happening, you will use for your purposes when we yield to trusting you and your purposes. We pray for those, Lord, in the name of Jesus that are in confusion. We ask that you would be their light. You would be their life. Thank you that you are their salvation. You are our salvation. Second Peter tells us that we can be ineffective and unproductive in our knowledge of you if we don't know you. We can't be made like you. This our, our whole lives will be less influential, less effective, and of little purpose. We realize it's your presence, it's you in and through us that will yield the most of all good things in our lives. Those areas, Lord God, that the enemy seems to have a hold of, we stand in faith and we declare as your warriors together, whatever the issue is, whether it's a a loved one that has gender issues, whether it's areas of confusion, whether it's areas of anxiety or depression or suicide, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we lift them all to you. We as your servants, we as part of your mighty prayer army, decree and declare that you are light and you are life. And we just speak that light and life into all those areas of our loved ones, all those areas of what is going on in the nation and the world right now. God in humility, we recognize that humility is our example through Christ. Satan's way is pride, anger, selfish ambition, division, self-promotion, but we choose God's way of somber judgment. We choose God's way of declaring his goodness is running after us, regardless of what we see with our natural eyes. We choose trust when we don't understand, and we choose to declare our God is faithful, wonderful, great, and awesome. And with our mouths, we will worship his work in our lives, and we ask him what he wants to teach us, how he wants to make us like him. We will wait on you, God. We will make you the source of our joy every day. Thank you for the privilege and joy of knowing you and being made like you. Even as we cry, even as we have tears and sorrow and don't understand, we still lift up your name. And we know, Lord God, that that tears or, or a sad day doesn't mean a lack of faith. It means that we're real and you said that you see our tears and you remember that we're dust. So thank you that you do. We invite you into our pain. We invite you into all these things that we don't understand. We invite you into this world and what is going on right now. In the name of Jesus, uncover the hidden things of darkness and decimate them. 
even as you make us more like you, even as we decree and as we declare that we want to be made like you in the midst of all these things we don't know and understand. We want to be made like you, to honor you, to please you, and to bring your presence no matter where we go. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for partnering with us in prayer. Thank you that we are serving um, the God of the impossible and letting him have his way in our lives. Subscribe at Google, Apple, or Spotify to join us weekly in prayer. May you be blessed to understand God's heart for you and your life this week, this month, this year, and ongoing. Have a great week.